takes two, baby. It takes two, baby. Me and you. It just takes two. It takes two, baby. It takes two, baby. To make a dream come true. It just takes two. It just takes two. Welcome to Notes from John. The Babble from Bob. On Sunday, March, or <laughs> about April 5, 2020, Sunday evening, and hello, everyone. Yes, hello. That's a little song we just learned together and thought it would be a fun <laughs> one to start as we oh intend dear. to talk a little bit tonight about interests that we have together and what helps to make us um, compatible. But before we do that, we thought we would actually give a little shout-out. Bonnie? Yes, a couple of shout-outs. First of all, we have a shout-out to Dallin Jepson, our oldest grandson, who made his office this, Way to go, Dallin. this uh, last week, student body president of Alta High. So we're really Sandy, proud of him. Utah. Yes, we're very proud of him. Yeah, that is just great. We're so yeah. pleased for him. New opportunity and growth and yeah, that's right. Some things will be scary for him, but you got to get out of your comfort zone, right? Boy, is that the truth? Yeah. Did you have to when you were cheerleader at Highland High School? Oh yes, <laughs> going out there and doing tricks, and sometimes they worked, and sometimes you fell flat on your face, <laughs> like the time I did a round off and landed on my behind. Oh dear! <laughs> my legs went up in the air. It was great. It was great. Was that your senior year of school? Uh -huh. Oh, you were one of one. So you were the one of the hot couples of school. You and the one of the student body officers was your boyfriend and kind of the no. premier couple of the school. They were you? not. No. Of course, that was only fifty years ago. <laughs> I wish I could still jump around like that and cheer. But we also have another shout out for Kelly. Kelly is our oldest granddaughter, and today is her birthday. It is. Way to go, so, Kelly. I'm happy to And she is 14, 15. 15. She's, 14. She's, 15. She's going to start driving. Yeah. So that's exciting, even though it's scary to have these young people drive. She's such a beautiful young woman in, <clears throat> in every way, and we're just so proud of Kelly as well. Yes, we are. So happy birthday, Kelly. Well, a uh, couple of things as we kind of launch into our little thoughts tonight. One, <clears throat> excuse me, um, coronavirus is still raging. Fortunately, we're blessed here in the state of Utah to not have, have it anywhere near like it. it's going in, uh, in California, excuse me, in New York, certainly in California. They said Louisiana was worse Louisiana, than New York. Louisiana. Some of those are, wow, and really in trouble, but we're, so we far. feel really blessed here in Utah, we're, we, we have the stay safe and stay at home order, but and we're doing that. We're careful. We only go out to get some gas once in a while or go for a ride. Go for a little ride. We, we, we maintain social distancing. Uh, Even between us? No, we're not between <laughs> us. <laughs> and that's it's a good thing we're compatible if we have to spend all this time together. Yes, it is. For the most part. So the that this week is so 
from all we read, is supposed to be the uh, one of the apexes for a number of the areas in the country um, for the peak deaths yes, and, and flatten that curve. other problems. Anyway, so that's certainly on our mind. And the other thing that's been heavily on our mind has been our general conference weekend, uh, which was yesterday and today. So we've had 10 hours of conference talks in the last two days. Mm, we've been glorious. And it's really been great. It has been great. And President Nelson has been strong in his uh, instruction. You don't want me to rub my eye? I don't want you to touch your face, remember? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I go right get you a Kleenex. Don't touch your face. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we're grateful for the words of counsel and advice that we've received uh, uh, over the last two days, and it's been a blessing to uh, listen to it and and listen to the whisperings of the Spirit as to what the Lord would have us hear during these messages. My heart just was it. What's that phrase? Our did our hearts burn within us? Uh -huh. Did our not? Did and not I, our did hearts. Did not our hearts burn within us. I always have that burning during conference. It's just, I love it. Oh, good. Yeah. So tonight we thought we would just take a, a few minutes. And we, look, we're going to talk about, you know, it takes two and, and how do we, how blessed we've been to be able to find out that we were compatible and in what ways we are compatible. But we're also very sensitive and very mindful that there are some that are listening who um, are single, <coughs> some who are listening who have been divorced and now are single and, and that their relationship didn't work out for one reason or another. So please uh, recognize that we're certainly aware and, and uh, our hearts are with all those who would love to have a, um, an eternal relationship with someone that's worthy of them. And for whatever reason, they don't have that right now, but the day will come. We're all promised that if we live worthily, we keep our covenants, the day will come, whether it's in this life or in the next, where we will be entitled to all the blessings of uh, temple marriage mm -hmm. and of the covenants that uh, we make and strive to keep in that sacred place. But it's also for the people that we come in contact with, our friends. I mean, you, you wouldn't have a friend if you didn't like doing the same kind of things. I mean, you would have friends, but sometimes your friend also, you like doing the same kinds of things. I know when I was a little girl, the three of us loved to play Barbie dolls. If one of them didn't like to play Barbie dolls, they wouldn't, we wouldn't have been that compatible. Or like to ride bikes or something, it's also your friends to be compatible with them. Yeah, so that, that compatibility issue is, is you know, a big deal, compatible in lots of different aspects of our lives. And um, so while we were, we were eating together before we, we came down to do this podcast, we were talking about some of the things in our lives that we have been um, compatible with, that we have common goals and um, what's the first thing well can I back oh, up just a minute also besides friends it's also family members like um, <clears throat> I liked painting with my grandmother or with my mom 
I like doing art with my mom. Some of my other siblings did not like doing art with their mom, so they weren't compatible in that area. So it can encompass many things just besides couples. But as far as you and I is where you were going. Just you and I. Oh, yes, one of my favorite songs. Sharing our dreams together. Yes, we did. We had common goals. And big thing was that we both loved music. It's true. Through the years. Yes. <clears throat> I love that you love music. We're both touched with music. I love that you sing. That was one of the things that drew me to you. That's the only thing you Well, that and money. You'd... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and your looks. Yeah, we get into great. that too. But music was huge for me. Yeah, and for you both loved, of us. You loved music. We had a, it, it was huge for our family. Yeah. have music and both of our <coughs> families and uh, since we both come from musically oriented families uh, it was obviously an important part of our family life and I certainly wanted that to be a part of uh, an important part of my wife's life and fortunately it has been and we even like the same kind of music that's true the rock and roll we had a hard time with the symphony even that's though true. we tried to listen to the symphony but we both would fall asleep yeah, okay. we're, we're not as classically oriented <coughs> musically as, as some Sweet. others are. And, and, you know, I've been playing rock and roll since I was yes, we loved 13 rock years rock. old, and uh, I still play it, and as you could tell from the opening song uh, that we did here. Uh, <clears throat> but so as, we, as, as you and I think about that, Bonnie, what... Uh, um, other than music, is there anything else that really stands out in your mind about what was essential for you that we have, that we're compatible with in order for us to be married? Well, it was very important to me that you had a love of God like I did and that we had the same goals spiritually. That I didn't have to worry that you were going to leave the church or that you were going to say, you know, eh, this isn't, I don't want to go to church anymore. That would have devastated me if yeah. I knew. So that was important. And, and, and it was important for me, too. That can happen. It can happen and does happen. And that, I I would say, is probably the, the most important element for me was making sure that the woman that I marry loves God <clears throat> more than me, more than that he's first. And one of the reasons for that is not just because we're commanded to, but the more that we love our Father in heaven and put him first, the more our capacity to love others is increased. Well, I had to learn that, too, because when I was young, it was just, you know, you were first and everything. and It was like the stars in my eyes that I loved you and that you were the most important thing, but you helped me realize that we put God first, and I could see that for the many years that that's what should happen. Well, yeah, that's, for, for us, has been compatible and grateful that we both shared then that love of God and, uh, and a love, certainly, when we say God, that's our Father in Heaven and the Savior together, and their church. <coughs> we both love the church and the and gospel of Jesus Christ and a desire to be active all of our lives in that church and service and accept yeah, callings yeah with the ultimate desire and ultimate goal 
to be able to be together for eternity and and that that we would help one another do all that we could to reach the celestial kingdom hey, ain't no way i'm making it without you sweetheart that's for sure yeah that's true and and uh, you know we both got a long way to go in that me much further than you but okay but you're you're this enormous help meet catch that help meet to me to try to come to the savior and for that i'm deeply grateful well you do the same they don't call you a help meet but that's what you are because you lead out in my our family to help us see what that's really important to be a god-fearing man who where the church and our heavenly father and savior mean everything to you yeah that's that's true and so uh, the the spiritual compatibility has has been an essential part of our lives and continues to be and certainly will be for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And what, what what next comes to your mind? What next comes to my mind? How about family? Okay, I was just going to say, our family. We both want to have the same goals for our family and having them do what we need to to have them be spiritual and to have the same goals spiritually um, we both come from large families. I'm from a family of 13, and you're from a family of 10 yes. children. And, <coughs> and uh, we wanted to have lots of children. Yeah, we wanted to have a, lot of, a big family. And as it turned out, uh, once we had number six, they just stopped coming. They did. I think that was, that was it. And that was okay. It was okay. We were grateful for the six that we were blessed to receive. And six is a good number, too. And in, in our lives, for both of us, our, and, you know, our, our priorities clearly are to our Heavenly Father and the Savior first, and our family comes second. They always have. Next, before, before any church callings, before our work, before any outside interests or hobbies or anything else. But our, our children and our grandchildren have become... And next to our our Father in Heaven and the Savior, they're, they're next in priority in our lives. And I know that's how it was for you, and I think you certainly knew how that was going to be for me. Right, but we had to learn that as we went along, because when we got certain callings, sometimes that would take us away from our... That is true, children. and that was primarily my problem, more so than yours. No, that's when I just know I knew I had to, to be there to pick up where you weren't able to be there, so we worked together in that. Well, you were there, but my problem was that I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't always put my family before my my responsibilities in the church, and um, that was a mistake on my part. If I were to do it again, I would do things differently. But it's all it, a learning process, isn't it? It is a learning process and continues to be. So, so our children, our family the kind of desires that you had for a family were the same that I had for a family. We were also compatible in the way we felt about not only teaching and, and training our children, but in, in uh, um, correcting them. And if, you know, from a punishment standpoint, if that was ever needed and necessary, that we were aligned in those areas. 
Yes, I never wanted to say, wait till your father comes home. I didn't want you to either. And I never did. And no. you always backed me up, which I think is important because a lot of times the child will play off each parent. And it's important that you're together, have the same <clears throat> decision as what's going to happen. And One of the areas that we weren't completely aligned on, <laughs> and we're still not, Right. completely aligned on is how we deal with our finances. Oh, is that what we're talking about now? How about that one? What do you mean? I'm really good at that. <laughs> you are. Yes, I'm really you good. You are. I was really good when we were in law school. Uh, no kidding. You, you didn't have any choice. We didn't have anything. And when that passed, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> And I know you've been really good uh, about things mostly. And um, I've been, I grew up and was always very careful uh, about finances. And, and uh, some would call me tight. And I was tight, I'm sure. Very frugal. Um, and I've tried, I've tried to loosen up in that so that I'm not as tight as I've been. I, I don't want you to be have. that way. You have it still hard for you, but it is. It is. I'm still, I'm still very careful about where we are because I don't ever want to be in a situation where we're dependent upon someone else. Yes. Well, and I grew up the same way, but we've, we've had to kind of give and take on that area. I guess we have. Uh -huh. <laughs> you just finished all of your little Easter goodies and little gifts that you've given, and I'm saying I, to myself, what? I, I got an Easter basket. I didn't get all of these other little things for Easter. That was their Easter basket. <laughs> but I know you had, you should have seen his face when <clears throat> on April Fool's Day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just a couple of days ago. I put all of my empty Amazon Prime boxes. I taped them all back together, put them on the Holy front porch. Cow. There was probably 30 or more. <clears throat> And he, when I see his face, he thought, oh, my word, what has she done? What has she bought? I, I had gone to get something, uh, and I, I was coming home. And for whatever reason, I drove instead of going right into the dirt. You put the dirt in the... Oh, was, yeah, I was going to be putting some dirt down in our, our flower garden. And so I was driving along the front, and there on the front porch, there's our... It's just packed. With all of these Amazon boxes. He said, there's been some mistakes. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh. What has happened here? She's really gone berserk. Not, not only have we been um, financially stressed now because of the major stock market plunge, but now we've been spending like crazy. Are you, are you majorly stressed over that? I know. <laughs> so... It's only money, right? It's God's money. But that it's right. And the, but the one thing, even through all of that, you and I have always been aligned on is paying a full, honest tithe. In fact, more than a full tithing and always being generous in our fast offering contributions. Yeah, we've tried to, to bless others' lives as well, and that will, in, in return, bless ours. And the other element, of, of course, from a financial standpoint, I think we've both been equally minded that we don't go into debt for things. If we can't pay for it itself, then we don't buy it till we can. 
couples have a hard time with that because sometimes they have one spouse is a spender and the other is not. And they have to they get any yes, money in their hand and they, they just go out and spend, spend, spend. Some, Are you looking at me <laughs> like I'm spend? No. That is, that's I'm hurting. looking at you because you're so nice to look at. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> not so that? not true. You don't have a spender for a wife. <laughs> what, what do I have? Just a one that stays in within her budget and your means. <laughs> and all of our kids have been taught that that's way true. too. That's true. <clears throat> okay, so what's another another area where we've been compatible? Sports. Sports. I love football. I love basketball. I love lots of different sports. And and to your great credit, Bonnie, you've come to many a football game with me, even sometimes when you weren't sure you wanted to. Well, I like when it was football. cold and, yeah. and snowy or rainy and <laughs> I like the atmosphere. I like the you came anyway. The pulse of the stadium. I love the But I know by music. the by the time the fourth quarter comes yeah. around, you are usually done. If I was fro- if it was if it was really cold and I was frozen, I was so done. But you stayed to the bitter end. Most of the there's a few times we left a little early. Once? Once once or twice. <laughs> oh, maybe just twice. <laughs> All those but but, you know, I, I knew that that was something you loved. So I was willing to come with you. Plus, I enjoyed being with you. It was something that we had fun doing together. It was fun. So one of the areas along that line is that you have been a lot better with me on that than I have with you has been you love plays. And you love going to the theater. I'm less inclined to enjoy that as much as you do. I'm certainly happy to go with you when you'd like to go, but you don't ever really press it. I don't press it because I know you don't like it. That's no, I, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm certainly willing to, no question. I may not love it, but I'm happy to go. One of the areas that w- we don't particularly go to, the symphony. No. Because well, I would like to go to the ones where they play the Star Wars or the Halloween songs or those kinds of things. We don't go to the ballets. No, we, should, we, we probably should. We should extend our cultural experience. But, but the reason we don't is because neither of us really care for it that much, right? Well, we've never given it a chance. Well, I know, but still we kind of have this, You'd rather this watch commonality it. between us on this. Yeah, probably because it's expensive too, and I would rather spend the money on football games. <laughs> Good, good answer. <laughs> really good answer. So some of the other areas of, uh, of commonality for us or can, where we're compatible has been in um, that there's a, uh, a physical attraction that's an important element of a relationship. <clears throat> and because that's important that we both strive to be attractive for the other. Especially in the morning on my part. <laughs> and you're laughing. That's, that's, that's true. What? <laughs> just takes you a little longer to get ready than it does for me. Well, women have more stuff. To... No, I know, but it's because, because yeah, you... Yeah, come on, come on. You, you, you don't, I like to get all of my exercising done in, a, in a, an hour period of time. It takes you three hours to do your exercising because you... Break it up. You break it up. Because it gets boring to me. <laughs> so I have to do something in between. And I, and I have to stay focused on mine and get it done. 
and then you'll do a little bit of it here and then you'll go do something else and then you come back and do more and then you'll do something else and so it takes you longer as well but the the issue the point is that we both have made a significant effort to maintain a physical attractiveness for what for the other that's right of course my stomach isn't particularly attractive <laughs> well we're getting older that's for sure but we yeah. still try and to I, I keep trying to get rid of some of it but i'm not doing very well well we like food that's another thing we like food, food. is another common point and the only thing i think we don't like is you don't like fish, fish. and i don't like horseradish I like horseradish. I don't like horseradish. I know you don't, but I think it's pretty good. I know, but I don't. <clears throat> I like fish, and, you, do like and fish. you don't, so that's one thing. But we like most everything else, except you like chocolate more than, than I like vanilla. You like more. vanilla. Yeah. How could you like vanilla? It's just so boring. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I just do. Vanilla. But you know, it's also vanilla. good to have opposite things we like too so that we can try some things that we don't necessarily like and see if we start to like it. That's, you know, the, I, I agree with that. Trouble is when we do that, we, we, we decide we want to branch out and go to a different restaurant or something and, and we do and then we're disappointed because it wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be and we could have gone to one of our places we really that like. That we like and we usually have places we like and... You know, when you talk about um, things that we like, what we don't like, or what, like, you would go to a play because you know I like it. It reminded me of that movie Phenomenon with John Travolta. The girl that he liked made rocking chairs. And she put them out on her front porch and she'd make all these oh, rocking yeah, chairs. I, yeah, yeah. And come to find out that he was buying all these rocking chairs. Not that he needed them or really wanted them, but he loved her and bought these rocking chairs because it was important to her. And I just remember a guy, I think one of the other actors in the film said to these men, you don't get it, do you? That you do some of these things because you love this person. Mm -hmm. And that's why I stick out sometimes to the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I understand Frozen. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another area that I've thought about as well that we're we're not entirely compatible on, um, um, and that's g gardening. You love to garden. To a degree. I do not love to garden. I did so much of it as yeah. a child, and taking care of our, our yard and the weeding and everything. I, I just, uh, I love a beautiful garden, no question. But, and it takes a lot of work. I just don't particularly enjoy that kind of work. But you help me. I do You'll help You'll come you. out and help me. Because <laughs> you know how it is exhausting. But I, we, we both like to keep house. And you like a clean house. So I try to keep it clean. But lately you've taken over. Which has been awesome. <laughs> well, taking over helping, helping me clean. I do my, <clears throat> my sh fair share of that. And the, since I've retired from my, my work. I should be certainly willing to do. More than my more share. Than of the well, you've been very nice cleaning. to do that. But we like a clean house together. We like a nice yard. We like to keep things up. We just don't let things go and get sloppy. And I know another thing that, that I like to do a little more than you do, and that is I'm, I'm, a, I'm 
I want to be driving in a clean car. And sometimes that's not your, your major priority. That, have you noticed a, a lot of a, mothers? That was always at the bottom of my list. That was the last thing I could, I could get to when I had the kids. But I can't stand a cluttered car. Or a cluttered dresser. <laughs> or that, that either. All my projects are on a dresser. I know. That's my bad. But no, yeah. but I don't complain about it. No, you just complain about it inside. I can see it on your face. <laughs> no, but I recognize you've, you you are the project lady of the world and always doing something. You've always got a project or 10 going. And you probably... And you need room for them all. But you probably get a little bit thinking, oh, I wish you'd just sit and do nothing. I, on occasion, I do. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. That's why I, I, I call her oftentimes the butterfly. Because she can't, she can't stop flitting know, from place to place. Adult ADD. <laughs> but you get so much done; it's amazing to me. Yeah. One I of these days, that. I'll be sitting in a chair and not being able to move. Well, well. Anyway, all of this, all of this is to just point out the fact. But I do have one more. We oh, like to go to movies. We do like to go to movies. Or to watch movies together. Watch movies together. Even. That's what's fun. Because I know some couples, they want to watch a movie, and then so I don't want to. And they'll go do something else. But we like to, you, you've got to find things to do together, to be yeah. compatible and to enjoy each other. So We like to pray together, which we do. Which is a very important, important element of our lives. And I mean, we could go on and on with things. And that's part of how you get along when you're married is, have most of the things you're compatible on and the occasional things that you're not. So you well, can have a variety in your marriage. Yeah, I, I guess we're, what we're ultimately saying is it's just an important element, especially as we now speak to our <coughs> grandchildren, that when you start dating somebody and you start dating seriously, please look for those areas that you have in common with him or with her and that, they, that they're compatible uh, with you. And that they have the same types of goals and dreams and aspirations uh, that you do. Because if you don't, if, you, if you're simply looking at somebody because they're hot and they, you know, they're, they're just so attractive to you, that isn't going to last, I can tell you right now. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a real surprise to you, isn't it? <laughs> As I've let my stomach go. And so <clears throat> be careful in that. Certainly uh, uh, allow things to, to happen as they naturally and normally will. But be wise in looking to identify what do we have in common. It just, it, it's sad to us as we go out to dinner periodically and we'll, we'll go in a restaurant and, yeah. and the couples don't, don't ever talk to each other. They're just on their phones. Just on their phones. They don't even talk. You know, that, that's, a, that's a sad commentary, I think. Well, I love that scripture. Oh, be wise. Well, absolutely. And, and, and I love the one that teaches us that, that we, that the twain shall become one. That we'll become one in, in all that we do. Now, we got a ways to go to get there. But, but we have the same ultimate goal and desire in life. And that's to return to our Father in Heaven with those that we love most. That's right. So, 
Well, there you go. That's uh, that's as it is on the taking two uh, for us tonight. And I uh, hope that you'll have a safe week. Please be careful and stay away from others six feet away. And uh, as we conclude, we'll do one more little round of it takes two. But we'll say that, uh, what did I do with that? That's it tonight from Notes from John. Put the bad wolf on Bob. Good night. It takes two, baby. It takes two, baby. Me and you. It just takes two. It takes two, baby. It takes two, baby, to come true. Just takes two. It just takes two.